Alright. Welcome Guitar Wankers. We're a Guitar Wank podcast. Here we go. I'm sitting here with the almost celebrity, celebrity-esque Bruce Foreman. I mean, how many fucking magazines can you be in at once? Well, you know, if, if you don't count the porno magazines. <laughs> if you hold it. If you were a porno star, what would your name be? Well, some people have said Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't own that. <laughs> I don't care. I'm, 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 I'm fairly secure in my manhood. <laughs> Tiny Tim. You know what? If, you know what? It's just, it does it, it's just in a name. It's just a name. It doesn't really matter. It, well, nothing really matters anymore. Anymore. They're, you're a Metallica fan too. I love yeah. that. I love that, Bruce. Yeah, uh, here I am. I, I, but I've got to warn you guys, I've been schooled on Facebook that I talk too much, so I'm going to try and talk less <laughs> and breathe more. <laughs> uh, welcome, Guitar Wankers, to another Guitar Wank podcast. I don't know what episode this is. It doesn't really matter at this point. We're trying to, we really are trying to pull ourselves together to get past the hundredth show right well we've got the plan now we're just like we need all of you who really want to be in the running for the game show to put in your things because around thanksgiving is when we're going to decide who the three finalists are and we're hoping to have the show around the first of the year and then we'll be able to move into the into the tri-digit uh expanse of numbers and then we won't bother with this till we hit the millennia figure okay do you understand any of that? <clears throat> I vaguely. I okay, think. cool, because it really made no sense. <laughs> and here I am breaking my rule of not talking so much. So I'm going to talk through an interpreter now. Okay? I will tell him what I want to say, and he'll say it. <laughs> and then he'll pass it on. Stumpy. Uh, Stumpy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my other porn name, I guess. You're right. Stumpy. <laughs> Stumpy. That's a great porn. Is it a great porn name? I don't know. I don't know anything about that stuff. I, I got to admit that like I've glanced at, at like a couple in my entire life and I'm an old guy. So I'm a, I'm a real, it's, we need Scott here. He's, yeah, Scott would tell us. Scott knows about it. Well, you know, stuff. if you just go to trumpetcubbin.com, it's a full on porn site. Oh, really? Yeah. Someone okay. hijacked my internet name, trumpetcubbin.com. If you type that in, you are going to go to a full-on porn site. Really? Like, it is so amazingly organized. I'm jealous that I'm not getting a cut from this website. I don't know how I've, I've reached out to these people. I've done whatever I could. Like, you own the domain? Well, I, I let the domain go years ago. Oh, well, then it's well, theirs. Yeah, of course. I was like, ah, oh, fucking, when am I going to use that? Blah, blah, blah. I just was in a... I was over websites. And I... I kept getting these emails and and then when I clicked on trymacubbin.com, it went to a porn site that is, I guess as in porn sites, it's not bad. It's pretty elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just a little disappointed. One, I'm not getting a cut from this well, porn Well, yeah, why would you get a cut? I mean, Well, it's my name. Well, it's, somebody else has that name too. No one else has trymacubbin. Really? Well, no, no. In the no. world? In the world. I'm the Carl only Sagan that says the universe is, is, is indefinite. There's no way that somebody else in the world not only doesn't have your name, 
but probably plays guitar. And, no. and actually has an Australian there's, there's accent. No one, Somewhere else in the universe, there's a Troy not, McCubbin. It's like not possible. That. There's no one as good looking as me right now in the I world. I didn't say that. A Troy McCubbin. There's I didn't no, say that. Not but I did Troy say McCubbin. he was a guitar player from Australia. <laughs> but anyway, if you go, like, I know there's like 95% of our listeners right now are typing in TroyMcCubbin.com. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 then they'll come back and we'll get another hit when they come <laughs> Really, I was... I actually typed it in like three times on three different computers to make sure it was actually the real site. And it's the site is ridiculous. It is a full-on porn site. And I don't know how it's... And I don't know how to get rid of it. Like you I've, can't. I've written to the people. I said, hey, I feel privileged and honored, but can we just take care of this and make no, amends? And no. I got nothing. Of so, course not. It's theirs. They can do what they want with it. I guess they think I'm a somebody, maybe, and I'm no. Pay maybe them a it's lot. maybe it's another Troy McCubbin. No, it's it's it was it was me. Why? Why would? But why would they do that? <clears throat> well, because I let my web name go. I know, but a lot of people let their web names go. Do they do it to everybody who lets their web name go? <sighs> I guess, I guess, well, it's coming from, I think it's coming from Asia. So I think because of the tattoo background, the band I played in tattoo that was massive in Asia, maybe they think I was a somebody. Ah, well, there you go. You showed them. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I did. And... There's a big part of me that's very proud. Look, Dad. <laughs> Dad, look what I did with my life. <laughs> yeah. Just go to TroyMcCubbin.com. Yeah, right, right, right. yeah. yeah. But anyway, so, um, okay, so your porn name would be probably Stumpy or what was the other or one? Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Both, they're not, they're not that great, but anyway. But, I'm, you know, I mean, they can be uh, facetious, we'd yeah, say. Yeah, that's, that's all right. <laughs> I know porn people don't like big words, but... But here we are again, um, Scott Free. Scott's, I don't even know where Scott is. Uh, Scott is, yeah, he's just getting back from his Asian tour and he's, uh, he's in computer problems. Uh, we know that. Computer problems in the studio. Yeah, and he's got to rebuild. No one can relate to that. None of our listens, listeners can relate to computer problems in the studio. Boy. If you're a guitarist nowadays, you pretty much have to be a computer expert. Um, a software expert, um, a manager. And an Uber driver. An Uber driver, a marketing expert. I mean, you guys seriously had it easy back in the day. We did. All you had to do was just be a badass on guitar. Now you have to to Make it to the gig on time without GPS. Right. Or without even voice messages. So to get gigs, get to them, have them in the books. Right. Without even a, without even think about this, without even of of like a voicemail system. That's that's incredible. That's okay, incredible. we did pretty good, and you we made it. We made it to the gigs. But they all happened. I think it was like early two thousands when I started to realize that you just couldn't be a musician anymore. You had to be, you had to wear all these other hats. Like you have to, you have to know everything. Like. If you have a studio at home, which majority of people do now, get the musicians, you're dealing with updates, you're dealing with hard drives, you're dealing with computers, you're dealing Are you with... talking about porno now or are you no, talking I'm about... No, I'm just dealing with recording. I've just gone <laughs> oh, through okay, this okay. with the um, a massive update. Um, Mac, Apple come out with a new 
a bunch of new computers and the Mac Mini, I was like, oh, that's gonna solve all my problems, hopefully. And of course my Mac Pro is on the way out and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, it, everyone can relate. It's just a pain in the ass. We need a Mac Pro pedal. We, we need a Mac Pro pedal. I'm sure there is one. But there's so, all this shit you gotta deal with as a musician that takes you off your instrument. And, and then, then if you have a family and kids on top of that, you're fucked. Like, when do you play guitar? Like, it's, it's ridiculous. The only time I can play guitar now is I, I've been getting up at, I don't know why, but 4.30 in the morning. I've been waking up because we've been going to back New York, so I've been on New York time. So I've been waking up at 4.30. So I get like maybe two hours in the morning of just free time. And then sometimes I'll stay up late at night, but then that fucks me up for the morning because I stayed late up at night. So then I sleep in the morning, so it throws it all off and then I lose it all. And then the kid comes in and she, she throws everything out of the loop. So... To be a guitarist and have all those things around, it's it's nearly impossible. Do you have any suggestions? Well, I've been told I talk too much. <laughs> well, you know. So you I do? guess I should talk less. That would be my suggestion. No. Um, yeah, you know, life is uh, is what ends up happening to you. You know. I've I think. As I've got older and with my life, my personal life, with kids, family, and just making sure I, I make a living and money, I've learnt that my dream as a musician and guitarist, I've had to not put it on the back burner, but change it, but also realise not to be so hard on myself as a player, because... To be an elite player, you have to be on your instrument all the fucking time, right? I mean, I, you're on your instrument all the time. You're playing. I am, all and the I'm, time. and I'm not an elite player. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you're an elite player, but and then I hear Scott like when he's doing his shit. I mean, he's he's knocking down for 10, 11, 8 hours, whatever it is a day, you know. Yeah. So you have to be, and then I see like the guys that. I, I really admire and, and love their music, like Brad Paisley. I mean, he must be on his instrument all the time. All these, you've got to be on all the time. You can't be dicking around with all this other shit. So you, you have to cut yourself some slack. It's like you can only do so much. You can't be a pro, pro professional player if you can't have the hours to put in. Am I correct? Yeah. I would get, I would, yeah, yeah. Sure. So you got to. I mean, find... or you put the hours in at some point, and you now you're just working so much that you keep up with your thing, right? Just from the situations you're in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. You can't get rusty and yeah. still, especially as you get older. Yeah. Because it breaks down quicker. But yeah, I mean, sure. So I mean, I feel like I'm talking for all the guys out there that are kind of in my shoes where. We love guitar, we love music, and we still have that passion of wanting to be a player and an artist and all that kind of stuff. But, you, but life, you still can be. I mean, Well, you still can be, but you have to just change your dynamic a little bit, right? Your, your well, idea of all again, that. Again, it, it starts to become, is it really about playing the guitar or is it about making music? 
You know, mm -hmm. I mean, play from where you are and make great music and get better tomorrow. Every day you get better. It's not about being the best guitar player. It's about making great music and being original and telling your story and putting your emotion into music. It's not, you know what I mean? If, if we're going to like, yeah, okay, then none of us other than George Benson and a couple other elite, Julian Lodge, a couple people like that, nobody else should ever play the guitar because no one can play the guitar to that level. But hell, there's a lot of great music being made by a lot of people that don't maybe have the skill that they do, but have the imagination and the creativity and can create beautiful music that moves people. Yeah. And moves themselves and makes the world a better place. That's that's good enough. You know what? That's a that's a fantastic point. I'm glad you pulled me up on that because that that is true. Because it's so easy for me to get in my head about oh, I want to do this on guitar. I want to do that on guitar, and I want to learn this. I want to learn that. But why not just create something from the heart that's right. musical? And of course, that's what yeah. it is. I mean. I'll tell you, you know, I mean, I don't, I, I'm, I'm fairly technically proficient, you know, and um, I, I'm just nowhere near the level that I want or need to be. You feel that? Yeah, totally. Every day. A lot of it's because I hear people who just got so much more together. And a lot of it's just because I'm hearing so much side inside my head that I can't get to. Right. Both those things are pressures on me. But I can't let that stop me from just doing the best I can and creating the music I'm hearing and being on the path of bringing what I want to say to the world. And you know what I mean? I mean, if, if, if I'm going to let that derail me, then I don't deserve to play. Right. That's a really good point. That's a good point. You know, just, I mean, hey, you know, there's a lot of people that play way less guitar than me and know way less harmony than me and have changed the world with their music. Yeah. So let's, you know, it's not, the guitar is the guitar. And if you want to geek, about, geek out about playing the guitar, that's great. We all are guitar players, so we, we're allowed to do that. Yeah. But we, we mustn't ever confuse that with making music. Because primitive playing can be beautiful on the guitar. And can move people. And can change the world. So it's more about the intention, the integrity, the feeling the imagination, 
the, the viewpoint, the perspective, all those things. That's what music's about. And that's why we all continue to, every day we wake up with one purpose, to get better. But however good we are, that's the music we have to make with today. And that music can be the best music ever. Because it's not about playing the guitar. It's about making music. I mean, that's my opinion. Wow. You just, you just massively schooled me. I, I talk too much. <laughs> I really think I had more value and conversation in going back to TroyMcCubbin.com and the porn song. <laughs> I think I have, I have, I know a lot more about that. But everything you just said was just absolutely perfect and I needed to hear that. Oh, good. And I yeah. hope there's a bunch of listeners out there that maybe needed to... It's so easy to get fucking in the... It also, I almost feel like it becomes like a little bit of a drug about learning shit and trying to, I want to learn this, I want to learn that, I want to learn this, I want to learn that. But that's but, great. And that's yeah, what that's we are. great, but not using it. And like you say, not making music out of what we learn. Well, that, then, then you got a problem. You know uh, what I mean? That's beautiful. Is there a clinic I can go to? Well, <laughs> I think the, the clinic will be just, just starting to, I mean, and again, I'm talking too much, but... Um, <laughs> who was this? Who made the comment? I think his name is Nikolai. <laughs> He's going to love this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, you know, let's, let's title this Bruce Says He's Sorry. Okay. Um, I think, the, the, all, Troy, all of that will go away when you just play music. And I mean, I'm not talking about... I mean, yes, in a perfect world, playing music with other people in a live situation where you have an audience. But even all that will go away if you just play music, pick up your guitar and play music. Right. Don't practice. Don't wank. Mm -hmm. Just play something. Sit your wife down. Sit your kid down and just play for them. Do something. Right. Move Move people. Challenge yourself to be in that position to have to deliver on that on all the levels, not just the guitar level. And I think it all becomes pretty obvious. You know what what needs to happen, and what what means to you. And and you know the beauty is is you've been playing a long time, right? How long? Um, since I was ten. So, so like fifteen years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> a while now yeah okay you know so it's like you know make some music yeah you know just sit down and you know that every day the guitar is going to tell you how lame you are it's like a it's like a bitchy partner says you didn't spend enough time with me today mm. so i'm not going to be nice to you I'm going to sound like shit and make you work. Yeah. And you know, that's what makes it worth it. That's what makes it worth it. If it was easy, everybody would do it. No one would be any good. It's hard. Because it's not just manipulating that wooden metal object. It's bearing your soul. It's being imaginative challenging yourself 
living in the moment and not judging, but doing. Yeah. Man, and if people who can get free of that are the ones that, that do it, you know? And yes, there are some that have ridiculous otherworldly chops and do that. And there are some who barely have any chops and do that. Well, so and the rest of us live in the middle. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's, I, I'm, I think it's perfect and amazing ad, advice. I mean, I just want everybody to play. I mean, and if, you know, not to, not to market myself, but I am going to now. Uh, marketing warning. <laughs> danger, danger, danger. Advertisement. Danger, danger, danger. Um, my videos are very much built on just sharing what I know on a conceptual level and hoping that people will just be able to find the music in themselves by kind of unearthing these few little details that will just sort of, in, in, a, in with a perspective, that will just sort of like leave them. I'm not about answering questions. I'm about having you asking more questions after you experience it. That's the way I feel with my teaching studio. If my kids come in and they don't walk out with more questions, I'm not doing my job. I'm not here to provide answers. I'm here to help you find more questions. Hmm. Okay. Because that is where you will solve the answers for yourself and where you really live. Your music belongs. The, your place in the universe. That comes from that. It doesn't come from me providing answers. It comes from you asking questions. Wow, that was deep. That was, that was one of the deepest. We, wow. You were like a whale then. You just went fucking I know, deep. I know. I'm, I'm going to breach oh. in a second. <laughs> you, went, you went fathoms. <laughs> fathoms down there, Bruce. You Damn. Damn. But I think that's amazing advice. Uh, I feel like in the last few years, I was on a... A few years ago, I was on a massive songwriter kick and I was doing all that. And then I took a step back and then I got on this crazy guitar wannabe virtuoso guitar thing, learning and studying and practicing, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like I have lost a little bit of, well, why am I doing all this? I, I, get back to the music, dude. Well, you know, I mean, but don't get me wrong. I think, just my opinion here, and again, I talk too much, but and, I'm, and I apologize, but um, my feeling is, is all that's, the, the, that you're judging it is the problem. Right, okay. You know, you were writing songs, everything was going great, and then you found this like love of the guitar and wanting to have more to say and have more chops so that you could express yourself maybe more eloquently or... Or be more dynamic mm -hmm. with your music. That's a beautiful thing too. Right. And you know, okay, now you're feeling like, okay, you know, this isn't really fulfilling me the way it was before. Now I want to get back into this or I want to get over into this. That's the evolution of an artist, the evolution of a human. That's beautiful. You know, don't don't judge it. Just do it. Right. It's it's when we use judgment to kind of cop out and then not do the work. Or to quit, because we, we sit and we judge ourselves versus 
people who we view are better than ourselves. And of course, the truth is, is if we ask them, they, they're just, they don't even give a shit about you. They're just like thinking how lame they are compared to whatever else. You know what I mean? It's like, get past it, man. And just be in the moment, make music, stop judging, stop having expectations. I mean, the judgment of like, this isn't good enough is great because it spurs you on to be better. But the judgment of I suck is like, just allows you to cop out and not do the work. Mm. So just be mindful that there's an element of that that's just sabotaging you. And let's face it, no one gives a fuck about you but you. Yeah. You're the, I mean, yeah, we all listen to somebody and we say they're great or they're not, but then we go on with our lives. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and there's very few people that we actually even give that much thought to. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't matter to you, then it sure isn't going to matter to anybody else. And, uh, and your successes all came from your failures. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody's have. So, oh, holy snapping dark shit. I mean, God, what, what's did, happened to me? I, I'm just sorry I'm talking so much, folks, but <laughs> Robin's not here to defend himself. So. I I'm confused that you're laying on the couch and I'm sitting in the chair. This is, <laughs> this is a little bit, we should be changed. Right oh, well. Now. Like you're, you're relaxed and. I'm just, I'm, you know, I did, I, I more, I mean, I want to say to everybody, I spent seven hours teaching in my studio today. So I've dealt with, you know, like I say, a, a lot of talented people who, on, who are on their search, who inspire me and who I'm proud of. And I'm grateful to have, have be just involved in their lives as a mentor or as a friend or as a guide or whatever, you know. And so I guess after that in an hour or two of traffic, you know, <laughs> one can develop a uh, philosophical state of mind. Yeah. That and being slapped down by one of my Facebook fans. That was really... <laughs> harsh today you're not gonna let this guy go <laughs> well i'm not gonna let i'm not gonna let me go it hurt you know i was like kicking the balls you know i gotta admit i feel really bad about it you know you know i didn't get that impression but but we did we had an amazing time with robin we had an amazing and, time and there's plenty more to come this is way just, more to you know, come yep the reason we're doing this is really it was for me to get an ego boost <laughs> which was the fact that uh i am kind of hitting the hot streak here you know i i had that article in guitar modern you're a you're a celebrity now. yeah oh yeah yeah you're yeah. everything you didn't want to be everything everything that a jazz guitar player shouldn't be <laughs> um i got a really cool article in guitarmodern.com and then uh my the guitar player magazine article came out about the red guitar and Within days, the vintage guitar feature done by Wolf Marshall on me is coming out. So I'm, now, I'm, I'm oversaturating the market. Massively oversaturated in the guitar world. Yeah, and, and all magazine. my students told me this is not good, that it should have been spread out. But So that's, that's really letting me know that... Uh, well, this, but then again, this could be a last gasp. You know, I'm getting pretty old here, so maybe, maybe <laughs> what, what's happening is I'm getting ready for, like, the big flare out here. <laughs> You're fucking nuts. But, <laughs> but I've got I to give props to Michael Ross, right? I've got to give more than props to Michael Ross. So, Michael Ross, first of all, 
he runs guitarmodern.com and he's a great journalist and a great player. Now, and, hold it. Go back and tell me the name again. Guitar Modern. Modern. Yeah, it's like the French version of modern. Ah, see that. So it's got an e on the end, but yeah. when you see the e, then you you know you know he can't go moderny. You go modern. <laughs> you know. I was worried. Actually, Michael said I I said it right, so I was I was happy with <laughs> I was happy with that. I mean, I, I don't have the best French accent, but it's it's not the worst. And right. uh, so it's Guitar Modern and uh, M O D E R N E dot com. And uh, he 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 did a review of my Junkyard Duo project. A, now hold it, is this Michael's magazine? Yes. Oh man, we're gonna promote. Yeah, well, he's we great. Are, we he's are. great. We are, yeah. and uh, he it's really kind of like alternative. Guitar styles, everything from Sonny Chirac to, uh, you know, to Robert Fripp to all those guys. You know, yep. prepared guitar and, you know, uh, avant-garde approaches to the instrument, less traditional. And I somehow made it the cut because of the use of the resonator and the, the, the setting I set it in and, yep. the, and the way I structured the pieces i just barely kind of snuck in under the wire and he, he does he, and he takes me to task for being a traditionalist you know and <laughs> and he mentions why would even this guy be in this magazine but this is why and i really appreciate his honesty and his perspective and i've got to say that we had a great conversation and he um you know when you do that you've had interviews before and yeah. you know it's so rare that stuff is even remotely accurate. <laughs> it's like, did I say that? Right, right. <laughs> uh, with Michael, yeah, he got it really, really as close as anybody ever has. Nailed and, it, yep. You know, and probably closer than I would have gotten it if I'd written it. <laughs> so I just got to say how much I uh, I am grateful and respect him and, 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 and reading how cool he was with me it made me just want to read more articles. Yep. On his website, because I know I'm getting the straight poop about everybody else, which is what all of us really want. Yeah, totally. And um, and he also was the guy who was, uh, he wrote the article for me on Guitar Player, too. He oh, wrote, is, is that a completely different article? It's a completely different article. It's about my Red Guitar show. Oh, wow. That's what Guitar Player was. Yep. So those two came out in, within a matter of days of each other, and like I say... The vintage guitar one, and I'll and as soon as I talk about this, I'll be done, guys. So you can go back to your lives. Um, is uh, is Wolf Marshall and Wolf is is I don't know what I haven't seen the article. Yep. But Wolf is so thorough. I mean, we'll have him on the show. This guy is a jazz historian. He's transcribed more players and solos and. 
can tell you the history of who did what and played what when and you know the evolution of equipment evolution of play you know just he's wolf marshall is kind of iconic yeah well he's very 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 thorough and very he's a scholar yeah and he's also a player you know he's not yeah. just just a scholar and um in his article with me i mean he was calling me back going didn't you play this guitar for this time you know like he wanted to know what kind of oh, amp, wow. what kind of guitar on this record, what did you play, you know, and what are you in, you know, I mean, it was really, Love that. and it was a, it was a s series of interviews, including a couple of hangs yep. that we had together, and it was joyful, I mean, I love hanging with him, he's a friend, you know, but I mean, guy took care of business, so I know that the article is going to be thorough, as long as the, like, who knows, Vintage Guitar may give him like 500 words and then whatever, but, yeah. But he, I mean, with what he's interviewed me, he could write a book. Wow. I mean, and. Um, That's super cool. He, I'm and, excited and, you know, he does it because he loves the music and he loves the art form and he cares. Yep. And I can, you know, to me, that's like some serious, important stuff. So after that, I'll just go back into my hole and just talk too much when Robin Ford's on the oh, show. You talk too much, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god oh man i love it but we will have robin back although you won't hear much of him it's all me <laughs> robin was a great guest joe bonamassa was a great guest that was really cool i've um, been really enjoying these these guests unfortunately I, I assume i'm talking too much but yes i have been inspired by those people obviously robin is somebody who is is was inspirational in my life you know, hearing him play at the time I heard him play when I was very young really inspired me to want to do what I do he's, in he's numerous a, ways. He's a, yeah, he's a badass. So what can I say? I mean... And I, I listened to his new album that's out. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Great stuff. I mean, it's Robin Ford. Yeah. It's fucking great. Uh, we had... Then we had... We haven't had, uh, we haven't done Drew's episode yet. Oh man, so we got a bunch of good stuff. So we got okay. some other guests. We got Drew. What's Drew's last name? Taubenfeld. Okay, I'm leave that with you. Um, <laughs> Drew, who's a, a player around LA, who actually puts together a lot of bands for labels and and the industry. He's got a whole take on all of that and auditioning in LA at the moment and that whole scene. Right. So that's a really cool hang with Drew and he's a great guy. Great and Scott player. was here for that. Was he? No, yeah, he wasn't. No, Scott was here for that. Was he? Yeah. So that was a, that was a good session that you guys will hear soon and Damn, yes, I he did have night? a lot of, just like Joe Bonamassa, I felt. Joe was good. Joe and Drew have a lot of ideas of how to perhaps work the business, you know, along with playing. And you know, we did get a compliment from someone that said that they have been listening to Robin Ford for the last gazillion years. Mm -hmm. And they said Robin was the most relaxed they've ever heard him in an interview. Yeah, well, it could, because have, been all, of the, <laughs> could have been all that whiskey. but There you was know. the whiskey helped and the pizza. <laughs> Pizza and whiskey. We had, oh, like the pizza. I brought him like some 
whacked out pizza. God, it damn, was good, was, man. It was, was good, but he had the weird. I mean, he ordered some like weird shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Peyote mushrooms and uh, what? Well, what else was on it? Uh, Crack, crack, yeah, yeah the, me the meth, the meth, meth, the meth crystals. That was and a good mushroom, man. I it enjoyed was some it. strange stuff, man. It was, it was, it was good. You know. <laughs> so, what else has been happening? You've been playing and gigging your ass off. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's one thing that's going to happen that I'm not ready to announce. All right. You... That I am so excited about. It's sort of a dream come true, but I, I'm afraid to really announce it until. It's been agreed upon, and we're all there, but it just hasn't been unfolded to the world yet. And I'm just worried to say it and then have something happen to screw it up. So for the two people that are still listening at this point, um, just be patient. <laughs> now, is and, and, and I'm about to announce a, just kind of a dream come true for myself. Is and this... um, it has nothing to do with the sex change. <laughs> that, that would be a hell of a hot... <laughs> no, really, really. Although, although I, I, I remotely... I know I never considered it, but actually <laughs> one of my agents suggested I do it. Want um, to get more work? Yeah, he thought that it would be advantageous in my career. But... <laughs> um, is it fair to say... That we all benefit from this exciting news. Uh, I I, I'll give you three questions, okay? That I would give that a. The world will benefit from it. It's going to be so great. Yes. Okay. What's the second? Um. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's my second? What's my second question? Oh, you see, you don't have any questions. Okay, um, it's done. Okay. What else can you? What else can you tell Is us? It Is it bigger than a bread box? Is it? Maybe. How uh, is our listeners going to benefit from this? How are the listeners going to benefit? I know I'm going to benefit. Well, from, I'm num numerous ways. Numerous ways. Numerous ways, okay. Yeah, potential to, uh, you know, fully imbibe in life in a more f uh, robust way. Can okay. Just, okay. That makes sense. All yeah. Right. Okay. I'm I'm excited. I, I can't wait. And I can't wait, and I'm hoping it'll be soon. We just need to roll out the details. Once the details are rolled out and it starts, I will announce. I and I just want to tell everybody, but I also don't want to jump the gun and then be embarrassed that it didn't happen. Is um you know it's one of the it's that kind of a thing that it's so cool that I you know it would hurt me to have to take it back. Is Scott, will Scott be down with it? Will Scott be down with it? No, he'll be jealous, that's all. <laughs> but, you know, I actually, and I want to, I, I did a house concert uh, last Saturday night. Right. Or Saturday, no, last Sunday. And uh, one of our listeners, he's probably listening right now, he has a product that uh, he wants us to advertise. And we want to remind everybody that advertising on this show is we're having introductory rates. We're, we're crossing that line. If you have a uh, product or project, you know, and you want to get out to the group of uh, the community of wankers, uh, we have very favorable rates. And uh, it's real homegrown community stuff. So... Uh, we do, we do need to kind of help 
get the bank account back in the black here. But um, a friend of mine came to me and he has a specific item. He suggested he wants to advertise. And I said, well, you know that basically it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a product. And I said, well, you know what's going to happen. And he says, what? I said, well, you know, Troy's going to love it. Scott's going to hate it. And I'm not going to care. <laughs> that's going to kind of be what he says. Well, that's okay. All I really want is the people to know about it. And I said, well, then you came to the right place. Right. But that's pretty much, we know that's what's going to happen. Well, with that one, yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I mean, just any product. If it's a pedal, if it's a pedal board, if it's an amplifier, if it's a guitar string, you know, what's going to happen is you're going to dig it, mm -hmm. Scott's going to hate it, and I'm not going to give a shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just who we are as a group. Yeah. You know, it, that makes us really a good team in a certain way. Yeah. Um, but for those of you out there who want to, you know, assume that we have people listening to us, and while I'm talking too much, I can be talking about you. Yeah, that makes sense. But I am, and speaking of products, I am starting to use my, my cable. My Mogami cable bought the farm. Uh, what? It did. My Mogami, Mogami went down? It went down. Speaking of which, those are lifetime guaranteed, right? I would assume so, yeah. So how do I, like, get... What do you do? Do you like just call them up and send it to them and they send you another? Do they I, demand that you have like a bill of sale from some place like five years ago? I don't, I don't know how that works, but I would assume. I know Monster does that. What, you just send it to them and they send it back to you? I, I think so, because I've got like a shitload of cables I need to send out. But who takes the time to do that shit? I mean... I'm going to do it with this. I like that cable. It was a good cable. Right. But I am using my left coast cable now. Left coast, yeah. And it was it's a very it works. Well, you know what? I'm catching up with Jim. Jim's going to be in town this week and we're going to catch up. Jim just sent me a bunch of pedals. Is he the same guy from Yeah, Jim <laughs> left left coast um and uh he sent me a delay pedal and a a boost pedal and a a distortion pedal you can blend, or an overdrive pedal, you can blend your clean sound with the overdrive. So you can have a clean sound and bring in the overdrive sound. So it's like... Oh, that's a cool idea. Even I get the idea, get why that would be a good idea. That's kind of cool because it's like you got the clean... Instead, instead of matching the level, you can match the saturation, right? Well, it's almost like your clean sound sits on top and you're... Your overdrive, overdrive sound is underneath. So you almost, you hear the clean sound, but there's an overdrive sound underneath. It's really... You know, just, this is starting to sound like porno. I, <laughs> I'm getting this whole cock and balls vibe here but happening here, and I'm not liking it. I'm just sorry. <laughs> I gotta say, it's really cool. It's it's a different pedal than I've, I've, I've come across. And what he's done, he's put an expression on um input on the side so you can bring in your overdrive sound with your clean sound oh so you can you can so do like almost, a use a volume pedal to bring in more distortion or less yeah so you're mixing two sounds you you always got your clean sound and you right. can blend how much clean sound you've got 
Uh -huh. But then you have your overdrive sound, so it's like you're mixing two sounds together. So like if you go up for a big note, you can kind of bring in the overdrive to kind of fur it up, make fur it, it up furrier. More, yeah. Wow, that's kind of a cool idea. And, a, and this is done idea. with like a wah-wah pedal and this It's like this an other expression pedal, pedal yeah. Expression, it's the same, the volume pedal, whatever. Yep. Um, his delay pedal is beautiful. It sounds, I mean, it sounds great. And his boost pedal was, uh, it's one of my favorite boost pedals at the moment. That's really, really cool. It's nice. It adds, is it how, many, how many buttons on the boost pedal? There's just one. Oh, it's just how much gain? One button. And, and one knob. Yeah, well, it's you, the button to press it on and one knob. That's it, which it's, is awesome. So, so no, no bass, no treble, no, no nothing, no it gain, no level, nothing. Nah, it just how much boost do you want? And it adds a tiny little bit of higher frequencies, like higher harmonic freak frequencies as you get louder. Yeah, but does it does it distort? I guess it it depends on the amp. Well, it just overdrives. Yeah, it'll push the amp, the the amp a little bit more. Yeah. It sounds great. Like, I've been using it a lot, and it's one of those pedals that you kind of want to leave on all the time. Yeah. It's really cool. And these pedals are, are, are great because they're called the El Porto, the Redondo, and the Delay pedal. I've got to check this out. No, no, he calls himself the Left Coast, right? I don't, the Outer Banks. So he's a surfer, dude, right? Yeah, but isn't he from Ohio? I yeah, but he loves California. No, oh, okay. he's originally from California. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. But he's I thought he was in Ohio or something. Surf dude. So you got Redondo is the boost pedal. The El Porto is the the overdrive blend pedal, and then you got the delay. Is pedal, that the is, red red one with yeah, all the knobs? The red one, and then you got the outer banks. Can I see the it? Delay pedal. They're really well made. Oh, you mean the re these are different pedals? Yeah. This and that's a different pedal? No, they're, they're the same pedal. He's oh, okay. here. We've been working on the sound and that together. He's he's done an amazing I'm I'm a fan. I'm a I'm a big fan. I really like what he's doing and 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 maybe he needs to advertise now? Yeah. Okay. He, he, actually he's he's prepared to put up all these pedals for our uh, competitions. Okay. To, to as giveaways. I mean, really, this is all you need. I wonder if he's going to make it. I mean, I like the way it looks. You know, it's red. Yeah, it's red. It goes fast. But I do love the names. The El Porto, the Redondo, and the Outer Banks. There's the delay pedal. Cool. That's good for cool. him. That's cool shit. That's really good. Um, good for him. And we open it up on the inside, and it's just a tube screamer, right? Yeah, it's Yeah, you and know. He makes cables as well. Which is yeah, no, the cable I've got is cool. Yeah. You know, it, 
it's red, so it's red. I don't like that about it. I wish it were black, but you don't like red. Okay, so I hate red. What? <laughs> You're fucking with me. Uh, I'd prefer it to be black. You, you know, the red, the guitar is red. Oh, you know, definitely on my um. But, yeah. um, but you know, hey, it's uh yeah. So anyway, see, he's doing amazing work, and um, we should have Jim on the show so he can talk about his stuff at some point, maybe. Yeah. Um, and you know, we can't forget our guys at Wire World. They make killer stuff. There's so many. Yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of great people, sir. All these people that are helping sir, us out. Yeah. Want to thank our sponsors, you know, Dario, everybody. But we we need advertisers now, because uh, frankly. Uh, until I can make my news, you know, <laughs> I just got to say, you know, right? I'm just getting beaten up here, <laughs> but and I'm talking too much. But anyways, you're not gonna let that go now, are you? No, never. <laughs> see, well, who was it? What's his name? I think his name was Nicola. Nicola, see what door you opened? Well, it's okay. You now we're talking about him, man. You know, Robin hasn't called and he didn't say you talk too much. Right, so. No, Robin, right, Robin is calling, he doesn't write, he doesn't do anything. So, Somebody else right. agreed with him too, though. <laughs> A guy named Pedro agreed with him. Ah, uh, well, they're all foreigners. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a couple of guys liked my, my apology, but one guy liked his, his, his shout out. And he said he loved me, so I appreciate that. And, you know, I'm sorry. I mean, I said I was sorry. What else can I do? I can't take it back. I mean, maybe I was drinking. Maybe I was excited, you know. And then again, maybe I'm just I'm just chatty Cathy. You know? <laughs> well, Debbie Downer. It's better than Debbie Downer, right? It don't be Debbie Downer. I don't know. Sometimes chatty Cathy's worse, but... <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, so what's happening with your game show? The game show, I'm ready to go here. I'm just waiting for our finalists, man. Boom, I've All got right. the questions. Do we I'm need ready. to do the questions again? We've got the 10 questions. Do we need to read them again? I feel like a lot of people don't, I didn't um, know where to find those questions or was kind of a little confused with those questions. Um, maybe. Do we have any questions? Okay. This has been a good one. We can quit now. I mean, I've talked enough. You, you're done? <laughs> no. Obviously, I'm never done. I talk too much. <laughs> I'm, uh, no, looking, looking to see if anybody else has called me out on Facebook. It's pretty, pretty benign right now, so. No, I was looking for your 10 questions. Well, the 10 questions are there. Aren't they on the website? Yeah, they're on the website. Well, there you go. We got to let people work for this shit. You know what? They want to, you know. Can I have to answer them for them, too? <laughs> you may have to. And if you want a hat or a mug. Hat, mug, cap, t-shirt. Don't we have t-shirts? Or no? We, we have t-shirts. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, the question I ask is, is jazz 
No longer sexy. What? Completely. Is this a new question? That's my new question for the world. I want. Is I want jazz our, no longer sexy? Yes. Or is there still a sexiness quotient to jazz? Uh, isn't it all all about the the person delivering it? I no no. It's a genre. I mean, it's a genre specific question. I don't think you can ask that question. I just did. Well, yeah, but I think I think that's not a question that you can ask. Oh, I just did. <laughs> All right. You can, you can say I can't answer it, but you can't say I can't ask it. <laughs> All right. All right. I think this is the problem with jazz. Okay. What's the problem with jazz? The problem with Set jazz straight, is... Set us straight, oh, great one. I, no, the problem with jazz is I think jazz in general is very sexy, but I think who's delivering it? Like, all right, let's just say, for instance, Prince is delivering jazz. That motherfucker's gonna make it sexy. Uh, like he could make anything sexy. Yeah. Like, but if you have someone that's delivering jazz, or could be delivering pop music or rap music, and they're just fucking boring, well, then it's the delivery. Okay, so you're saying it's specific to the person. I think it's specific. The genre, it, the genre is basically not important one way or the other. Yeah, I think it's okay, the okay. delivery. I, I think that because I can think of many artists who are very sexy when they deliver whatever they deliver, right? Okay, that's a good. That's a good. It's way to way to go. But so right. that means the jazz is not sexy because I've seen all the people playing it. <laughs> Most right. of the people playing it. All there right. may be a few. When, I don't know. When I saw the movie about Charlie Parker that Clint Eastwood did, yeah. Okay, when I saw that, I thought. As a young man, I was like, and knowing really nothing about Charlie Parker before that movie. Yeah. And this is a Hollywood distortion, whatever I got. Yeah. That made me really excited about bebop music. Wow, that's really? And yes, it did. And, uh -huh. and in turn, that made me find you. Wow. How insane that, like, so through Clint Eastwood and Forrest Whitaker... I found Bruce Foreman. Wow. So. Cool. Well, there you go. Okay. So. So I, I, I th also means. think a lot of jazz is just <laughs> fucking slow and boring. Oh, slow and boring. Yes. So if it were fast and boring, it would be better? <laughs> okay. I get I, it. No. I get it. Okay. You I'm know what? Pick you know up what? the tempo, guys. Come on. <laughs> you Be know boring what? a little faster. You know what? I've got nothing with this argument right now. This is just this stuff. I set myself up for just no. complete nothing. You're, you're helping me out here. I'm trying to figure out my life here. and You're, you're doing a good job. Now I really feel like I'm on the fucking couch. You know? <laughs> no. I, I would just... I really like the fast... Aggressive tempo stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> As I drop my mic. Yeah. Um, but you know, I kind of, I feel like some a lot of stuff can sound tempo-wise the same. Yeah. Yeah. Am I wrong? I don't. No, I don't, I'm I don't know. Wrong. I mean, we'd have to listen together. I guess what I'm listening to. It, it all know. depends what I'm listening to. I'm in a fast motion. I'm in an aggressive state all the time when it comes to music, I feel. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. But yeah. is yeah. what's what's wrong with jazz music today? Nothing. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the person, the people playing it. You know, you'd have to. It's an individual thing. I'm not going to say what's wrong with jazz. I mean, it's like saying what's right with water. You know. <laughs> All right. If you were performing, yeah, in a red speedo, yeah, <laughs> and so called the red speedo instead of the red guitar, <laughs> instead of the red guitar, it's called the red speedo, yeah, and you're pulling off all your bebop lines yeah. and blah blah blah, and maybe you do a little bit of shaky booty and stuff like that, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I can't wait to hear the end of this. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You just might bring jazz and bebop more back to the current state of affairs. I was. <laughs> I, I'm assuming you're saying that I would be wearing a Speedo and nothing else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, thank God the guitar is a big hollow body and covering most yeah, of everything know. else. Uh, all I can say is that would probably set back the world of music more yeah, more than like the more than like I don't know I, I can't even think of like the Macarena okay yeah. that's a long way wow you really that's as bad as you can get you know I mean you know that's what I, I, I all I can say is that. You know how, like, in the strip clubs, they throw money on to get girls to take their clothes off? You know, they throw the money on. They would be throwing money on the stage to get me to put mine back on. <laughs> but think of the publicity you yeah, would well, I, get. I, And again, you know, the sad thing is, is it wouldn't, no one would even care. Yeah, probably I mean, because it's just some ugly, white, <laughs> you know, old guy, you know, with, with like, his Speedos, you know, and a cowboy. You know, speedos yeah. and a cowboy boots, you know. <laughs> You know who you'd be competing with? Who the 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 cow the naked cowboy in um in uh, New York? Right, Times right. Square. That would be what, it's exactly what they relate to me as. I'd be that guy with the cowboy boots and the speedo, playing bebop licks. You know, I mean, it would be funny for a second, and then it's like, tell him to put some clothes on. He'll catch his death of cold. You know, no one wants to see that. And frankly, you know. All right. So how do you? So how do you bring that, how do you bring more attention to jazz and bebop? How do you bring that back to, is that what you're asking? I know, it's what you're asking. I'm not asking <laughs> you. What, I, I started with something a long time ago, but now I've drank so much I can't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, you know, all right, say if we had Frank. Sinatra. Frank Sinatra, okay. If was Frank weird. was around in his prime, he'd be he'd be pulling it, right? He'd be he'd be kicking. Would he? What well, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, doing exactly what he did back then. I'm sure he'd have to mix it up a little bit. I don't know, Woody. What are you did you know that Frank Sinatra saved my life? Did I tell you that? <laughs> you've told this joke. I've told this before? You've told I think you've told it twice. I'm gonna oh, tell okay, it. well okay. <laughs> 
Good. But it's I do still, like the joke. It's still true. You want to tell it? No, no, no. Honey, I don't want to tell it. I don't want to no, tell it. No, you I have to tell much. it because we're going to have that one listener who emails me constantly, Troy, why did you stop Bruce from telling that joke? Is, that the, is there yeah. a guy that does that? Yeah, we have a guy that does that. It's like, dude, stop telling Bruce to stop telling the jokes because oh, I didn't yeah. hear it. So oh, you yeah. have to tell well, it. Well, we now. don't even know it's a joke. Now you've ruined it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. Okay, so really Frank Sinatra saved your life? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. It's, it's an unbelievable story. What? What happened? <laughs> well, you know, I was in Las Vegas. Right. And I was in this parking lot, and these two guys were just beating the shit out of me. Really? Beating the shit out of me, yeah. And Frank Sinatra came up, and he said, Okay, boys, that's enough. <laughs> You know what's crazy about that story? He he probably said that a lot throughout his life. You know what's crazy about that story is I've told that joke on the stage hundreds of times and like I'd say about 25% of the time people get it. <laughs> Have you ever had it? And I, my favorite thing is when I tell it and they don't. <laughs> tell it during cowbop gigs and my wife would look at me you're not going to tell that joke you're not telling it and like people would stare at me after I told it <laughs> she'd be kind of like embarrassed and I'd be like this is so great <laughs> that's a good joke yeah I think it's really good. I think it's brilliant have you ever had anyone come up and say hey I knew Frank not once. Have you ever had any... I you, know lots of guys who know Frank, though. You do? Oh, yeah, tons of guys. Have they given you cool stories about Frank? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. But did, did they have good... Oh, they're almost all how generous he was, how good he treated the musicians, how much he appreciated, you know, arrangers and engineers and players and... And, you know, going on the road and working for him was always so good. Yeah, it's almost unanimous. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, and it, that goes same with um, the Quincy Jones uh, documentary. Yeah, yeah. He talks about Frank a lot. And he says pretty much verbatim what you just said. Yeah. So that's a great documentary. Yeah, I mean... And not, you know, and, and this isn't being negative at all, but it's easy to be gracious when things are going your way. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I mean, it's also easy to be an asshole, and a lot of people are, obviously. The world is a lot of documented guys who treat people like shit, even though they're big stars. Yeah. But think about it. If you're a big star, it's really easy to be gracious, too. You know, things are swinging your way, you know. Okay, you treat people good, you know. I mean, you appreciate the help, you know. It's like, it's like, how hard is that? Well, how how shitty is it when you're just a complete asshole when you're... Right, well, that's, that's, and that's, you know, the kind of the Hollywood story and mythology. But, you know, I mean, when you think about it, God, you're doing great. You got tons of money. Everybody loves you, you know. But... You know. And, you know, and then you be an asshole to people. What's the point of that, you know? Wow. But 
We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And... Right, and you know, but but you know, people who do that are just obviously uh, bad people, right? Bad people? They're bad people. If you treat people like shit when everything's swinging for you, yeah, you're a bad person. Oh. It's easy, it's easy, you know, I mean, how hard is it when, when things are going <sighs> your way, you got tons of money, the world loves you, you know what I mean? You name your price, everything is cool for you to treat the people around you well. How hard is that? Yeah. No, I, I mean, agree come with on, that. Come on, come on. I mean, I do it and I don't even have all that going for me, you know? It doesn't take that much energy. It's just you respect people and you're gracious, yeah. you know? I mean, it takes more energy to be a fucking dick. Yeah, no, that's that's true. That's true. So, wow, we're covering a lot of topics tonight. I know, I'm talking too much, so <laughs> damn it, damn it, stop it, stop it. Oh, I'm hitting myself. Oh, oh, get Frank here. Frank, yeah. stop it. Oh, oh my God. I, I'm trying to think of what other comments people can leave that are going to um, point you in a certain direction now. What, things, comments people believe? No, can leave. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm beating myself up. Uh, you hear that? Ow! Oh, God, stop it! Ow! Oh, you bastard! Oh! <laughs> well, they, well, there you go. That's, that's, there you go, you know? want to say, we, we appreciate all y'all listening. I don't know why you do... Oh, man, there is a guy who I've been talking to via email... Mm -hmm. he's from I, I'm going to pronounce this wrong Tenerife Tenerife you know where that is as you ask the Australian guy <laughs> okay well you know come on it's not it's not in Australia is it, are we, is it in the states no no we're no he's a guy who um, Israel can I guess it's a good that's a that's uh, Tenerife, that's the name, Tenerife. or Tenerife, uh, it's, um, right. Tenerife is the largest of Spain's Canary oh. Islands off Damn. West Africa. Wow. Oh, you've been talking to a guy from there? Yeah, and he's a Guitar Wank fan, and, what? well, no, 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 he found out about me from the Guitar Modern thing, yeah. and now he's a Guitar Wank fan. Oh, what's his name? And... Can we give his name? He didn't tell me it was okay. Yeah, he he would love it. Okay, um, Mark Foster. Oh, He's I, been would, I wouldn't have given his full name. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, his real his real name is Mark Foster Brooks. Mas, hey, Mark. G'day, mate. Yeah, man. Thanks for listening, you know, mate. Thanks for listening. And then there's another guy. God, who was it? Um, a guitar player. Who had, you know, Alex, my boy Alex, yeah. the bass player, my son, my bass player, whatever. Um, he told me he ran into a guitar player. I guess the guy is back in town or back in the States. And uh, he had been in Germany for uh, like a year or right. something. And, and I swear to God, he told Alex that Guitar Wink basically saved his ass. <laughs> really? Yeah, he said that he was over there and it wasn't working out for him and listening every week was what kept him sane. No way. I, I'm pretty sure that's what Alex said to me. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. 
See? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to... That's, that's amazing. I'm going to see if he's around and get, is, so I can get the quote right here. That is so cool. We've, we've had some actually amazing emails from people from all over the world. I had some emails from a guy that was going through some stuff, and I can't remember the, the exact details because it was a while ago now, but he was going through some massive depression stuff. Really? And one of the episodes or the intros I said, don't let the bastards get you down. you got to hang in there. Fucking stay on your ground, stay tough, shit will pass, we all go through tough times. And he complimented that intro in saving his life. Whoa. How heavy is that shit? But for every one that I've saved, I think I've killed five. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about that with me. Yeah, right? I've, I've taken out three or four... But you know what? I'm saving one at a time. That's more important. Yeah. Um, but that's amazing. That's that's so fantastic to hear that. And I know. You, I mean, and I that just comes want, back I, to your community. I, I, that's exactly what I want. Community. Want to say. Okay, so I don't have to say it. No, say it. Community. There. See, so there you go. You know, just know that we're building a family of people who will take care of each other and give each other ideas and support each other. That's, you know, man, you know, that's all we can do out of here. I mean, if you're not on the Guitar Wang group on Facebook, I don't know what you're doing with your life, right? <laughs> that's that's You're super... staying off of Facebook. <laughs> okay, that's... if you're not on Facebook, it's all right. But... Uh, yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. But the if you are on Facebook, you've got to be part of the Guitar Wang group. Yeah. It's, it is, it's a good place. You can post what you want and, and talk, and, and it's really awesome. I got to give a shout out to some people back in Australia who I, I love dearly and I think are super talented. If you don't know these guitarists, you got to check them out. Brett Garsed, who God, we're going to have him as a guest. Oh, that would be so great. If I don't know how we do that, Brett, I don't know how we do that, mate. I'm going to be in Australia in maybe a, just interview him there. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. But, um, I'm going to be in Australia the end of January next year. Fair. I want to go. Take me with you. You, you got to come. You should come, Bruce. But maybe I can interview Brett while I'm there or something. Maybe we can work that out. Brett, we should make that happen. Brett Gar said, if you don't know Brett Gar said, Google Brett. It, one of the fucking most amazing guitar players on the planet and one of the, the sweetest guys in the world. He's a great bloke. Erwin um, Thomas, or, uh, K, a.k.a. Jack Jones. Another monster guitar player from Australia who is a dear friend. And, I mean, this guy, singer and guitarist, like, off the, off, off the planet. He's just amazing. And a, an amazing human being as well. And these, these guys, they should be known by everyone. You've got to check them out. Just Google these guys and you'll see the talent and what they're doing on guitar and music. And it's, it's, it's definitely worth it. Um, but yeah, hopefully I can interview Brett. Um, who else have you got, Bruce? Who have I got? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody gives a shit about me. I talk too much. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. That was a lovely segue. <laughs> right there. Beautiful. I'm going to look at our... Um... Okay, lol. I guess we go to a break to a... Oh, we, we got breaks? We got someone who does breaks? Yeah, don't we do breaks anymore? I... No? 
I can't. I haven't got time to edit this shit. Oh, okay, we good. do. You know what? I'm gonna say to all the people that have reached out um, to uh, and written to Guitar Wank and said, "Hey, you know what? I want to help you guys edit the show and support the show and do all that kind of stuff." Massive appreciation for offering, but just put it in perspective. Like I'm gonna give you guys the chance to sit down and edit the show and make it all pristine and amazing. Oh, really? Cool. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm saying I'm not going to do that. No. Why would I do that? Why would you do that? Well, then every, every show before their amazing edited show, which would be incredible, right. would be shit. All my shows would be shit. I put a lot of, I put zero time into editing this show every uh, week and I'm proud you don't of even that. put the like musical interludes anymore in I no I still do that oh okay I, I, I do that but well then I'm, that's editing yeah that's editing but I'm not going to have some guy in his bedroom or his studio edit the show really really well and then everything that I've done is just shit no that would be a drag <laughs> that would suck so I think we just got to... It's like sit. getting that 12-year-old guitar player to play your parts better than you. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is right there. So we need to, um, we need to knock that on so the So like if you're really good, you know, find the, find the missing emails or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The missing... Troy's missing emails. We heard he's been using the wrong server <laughs> for his communications. <laughs> so basically, if you want to edit the show, it's not going to happen because... I but, know, but, but we appreciate down. your help. How about marketing for us? Or oh, mark there or, you go. You can market it. Yeah, market you know, or show. like you know, infiltrate us into the higher echelons of podcastdom. Is yeah. that a word? Podcastdom. Yeah, we want to market the show. Yeah, better. we want to get up. You know, we want to be like up with Mark Marin. Well, we should get Mark on the show because he's. A I would love to player. get Mark on the show, but Mark. Mark, Mark does not come on our show. Now I feel like every show, this is something that's missing, you know, and this is something that Robin Ford suggested. Yes. That we have a guitar on the show. Right, that we play if we feel like. Yeah. It. Right. And you know why we don't? Well, there's a person that sort of X this off. Right. Do so can we mention his name? Well, it rhymes with Scott Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scott was like, I don't want to fucking play on this show. It's just Right, well, Scott didn't want to do it because of uh, gear issues and getting his tone. His tone. <laughs> and his tone is so totally toneful. Oh, I'll never I'll forget. I think the, the first person that ever picked up a guitar on Guitar Wank on an episode was Dweezil Zappa. I know. And I think we all looked at each other like, oh, you can do that? <laughs> I know. Well, no, no. We did Me and Danny did it. And, and that was after. Really? You're sure? Yeah, that was after. Okay. And then and then there was like the, 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 the 10 tunes. I, I picked it up for that. I'm totally... I, I really think we should have guitars around and just play them if we feel like... I don't playing. know why, it, it, which is beyond ridiculous... That we don't. That we don't. We're called Guitar Wank, yet we don't... 
we don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, that makes us different. Yeah. Okay. There you Everybody go. else is just showing off gear and wanking, and we're not. We're just talking about it. And if <laughs> somebody wants to play, they should go play their guitar. You know. The weasel picked up the guitar, and we all. Yeah, I know, and he played other. some like five finger, five <laughs> note patterns. Oh, so <laughs> and musical. we were like. Oh wow! You can do that. You can pick right, up the right, guitar, yeah, right. and, guitar that's the, and those are the first sounds my baby made. Reminds me of the story about this kid. You know, <laughs> he he doesn't talk. He won't say a word. The parents are worried about it. I mean, they have doctors checking him out and shit, and psychologists and all this shit. You know, the dog, the kid doesn't say fucking dick. And then, about thirteen, one night they're eating dinner, and the kid goes, "Too salty." And they look, the parents look at him like right. freaked out, totally freaked out. And they go, what? This is too salty. And they go, wait a minute. You're 13 years, you haven't said a word your whole life. Not one word. Right. Now you're 13 years old and you say, too salty. <laughs> like, what's this about? And he looks at me and he goes, well, up till now, everything was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, why, but that reminds me of a story I heard in Australia years ago. There was a, a baby born with no eyelids. Uh huh. And no eyelids at all. It had no eyelids. Oh, that's whatever kind reason. of a drag. A massive drag. Uh, if you're a baby and you've got no eyelids, anyway, they of course they circumcised the child. And they used the foreskin on uh -huh. his eyelids. Uh-huh. And, and now he's cockeyed. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's better than stiff-eyed. <laughs> okay, I get it. That's good. You know, I that wasn't bad, right? That was good. Was that I a pretty did, good lead-in? Huh? Was that a good lead-in? Yeah, that? it was great, man. He's, we got, we got a couple of these going, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's a cockeyed baby. I stole that joke from him. Oh, yeah, we we all steal them. <laughs> but uh, uh, Rodney Rude, I love it. Yeah. Oh man, well fucking there you go. Um, I kind of feel like one thing with Guitar Wink that we should try and do is every as much as amazing information and advice we give to all our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> That's the funniest joke you said all day. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like Bruce, you should offer a kind of some kind of lesson, a little tidbit, maybe a tidbit, a tidbit for our listeners. They can go, oh, I'm so glad, you know, the whole Guitar Wank episode sucked until Bruce said this. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's, yeah. unless it's the afternoon, then goodbye. <laughs> no, like that was that was your that was your um your little sign in to to give a, a guitar. Oh, one of those sort of wisdom things. Yeah, well, guitar maybe a short guitar lesson or. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, so here's the deal, folks. <laughs> unless you live in an earthquake-prone place, <laughs> and maybe even if you do. Leave the guitar out of the case. Really? You're more likely to play it more and fall into it and find music. 
putting the guitars away and not having them ready just to grab and play is going to cut down the amount of time you spend playing, the amount of time you spend creating, and cut down on your overall enjoyment of life. Keep the guitars easily accessible. That's true. That's actually a really good thing. Because the hardest part of practicing is getting the guitar out Out of of the the case. case. Yeah. So that would be my main thing for today. Yeah. What's, What's the first thing you should do when you play the guitar? Make sure uh, you're not standing in water if you plug into an amp. <laughs> that's that's no, good no, advice. No, I don't know. I mean, is there anything? You know, it's like a lot of people have different. Like, do you do you do the same every time you your hands go? I, on the neck? I have a tendency. Yeah, I what have, do you do? Noticing, I just kind of play like. Do you shred a little? No, no, I kind of play the op- Like, I'll play kind of. I have a tendency to play an E. An E chord. E, in which is really jazzy, right? <laughs> uh, e, and just kind of play sounds like let the open strings ring. and just For me, it's kind of like let the guitar wake up. Right. Like not, I don't want to like hit her and rape her. I want to <laughs> kind of say good morning, darling. You know, can, <laughs> you, me too. <laughs> can you just kind of like get all your frequencies resonating, your right. open strings. Play, you know, and I'm playing like a, kind of an E. E-ish stuff, you know what I mean? Like some kind of hammer-ons up the neck and some arpeggio, but yeah. it's all pretty E stuff. Yeah, just to kind of let the wood sort of wake up. Yeah, okay. And to find out how in tune she is, you know that yep. kind of stuff. So um, that's kind of what I find myself doing, and I don't really like it though. You don't? No, I think I should be doing different things every time I pick her up. Okay, but is is that more habit? Again, I don't know why. I do know that I like that it's waking her up and getting her resonating and not yeah. really assaulting her right off the bat. But I do not like that it seems to be pattern-oriented. Okay. You know, but it's what I do, and it doesn't really matter because it's only just for a second, and then I go off and play, you know. Is there, does it happen with you where you pick up the guitar and you play something and you go, yeah, that was fucking, that was pretty badass what I just played then? Oh, that's so rare. Is that rare? That's so rare. Is it usually a lick? When it happens? Yeah. No, when it happens, it's because I like found something I've never done before. And it's not badass, it's just that's cool, I want to find out more about it. I don't really ever say that's badass. Really? No. No. I say it all the time, uh, but there's no, there's no real reference that I need. To I, oh, uh, you're just looking in the mirror and saying. I'm yeah, just like, ah, oh, that's badass. I'm yeah. just throwing it out there. Oh, nothing, okay. Yeah, you know, nothing yeah. really to hold. No, that I to. don't really kind of think of it in terms of that. Okay. But uh, you know, today we really worked with my students on transposing, mm-hmm. and uh, I came to some new. I believe new, nuanced dynamics of understanding why I think it's so good, and and some differences about like people of my generation versus others. Yeah. And and like I said before, you know, and I know I've said this, you know, when I was coming up, you played everything in every key. That was just being 
a musician and now you're a fucking genius to be able to do it. Right. But I know I've said that and it is a bit true, but to to dig deeper into that sentiment um I was working with my kids and they really like like the tune we were playing whatever it was, you know, cuz I had seven different guys, so it was different tunes. Um they really played well over the tune mm -hmm. in the key, right? And then I said, okay, let's move it to here, you know. And then they kind of fell off the table. Right. And, and me, I'm just, it's the same, kind of. And, uh, and I realized what, what it is, is because when they learned it, they memorized it. Mm -hmm. And so they knew it for the moves it had. Yeah. But they didn't, when they learned it, they didn't, like, think ahead that they might need to transpose it. So that when they learned it, they didn't kind of do the engineering part, figuring out how it works, what are the important landmarks, mm -hmm. these, these things that are really make a song a song. And that when you think of if, you're, if your job is to more than play it, but to also improvise on it, then you, then you need to kind of have this sort of sense of, this is the basics of how it works so that you can reconstruct it all these different ways. Yeah. Because you have the, the deep structure, I call it. You know, like, I got to get to here at this point. I got to get to here at this point. Other than that, it's like, well, do I want to take a long time to get there or a short time to get there? And I could, do I want it to do some tension or do I want it to be kind of diatonic, you know, kind of consonant sounding? I mean, all these questions you can ask yourself when you know that it's going to go from here, basically, to here, and I need to get to here, you know, these, and these things, if you have the landmarks mapped out, then basically whatever key you're in, you just do that, and just fill in the gaps myriad ways. Right. And so I was realizing that those guys who taught me and demanded that I have that together simply because... You know, um, for one instrument, this key is better than another. Obviously, for singers, you have to deal with their keys. But it was it was not weird to me to, like, a tenor would want it in this key, but an alto player would say, you know, I'd really rather play it in this key, you know, because Isn't it, it, just... it, lay, it lays better. It's just because, like, an alto and a tenor are kind of like a man singer and a female singer, you know what I mean? It, that, that's the range. So... Um, and yeah, we all learn it in the basic key it, we all play it in. But, you know, I can tell you that back when I was learning to play, guys had their keys for things mm. where it laid. And yeah, I, mean, I remember going on the road with Barney Kessel and we played around midnight. And uh, we played around midnight. I played a chorus. Right? And then he played a chorus. And then we played together, right? At, after that. Right. And of course, I played it in E flat minor, the key it's written in, <laughs> the way we learn it. You know, I was 20 years old. And I'm playing it. It's around midnight. No one ever really, I mean, back then, even though it had words, not many singers sang it. I guess some did, so I could transpose it, but I just did it in the original key because yep. he said play around midnight. The first thing he did was played it in E minor. So it really sounded cool because I played in E flat minor and then his 
chorus was like up a half step, so it really was a great arrangement, just like by nature. And then we played the, the rest of the tune out because he brought it into tempo at the end of his of his, you know what I mean, the end of his chorus, and we just played on it, went out. And he looked at me and he goes, E flat minor. Why would you do that? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, it was written there. He says, yeah, but he was a piano player. It's all the black notes. It works out great. You know, he says, you're a guitar player. Why did you play it in E flat minor? I mean, he was really like wanting to know why I would even think of that. Wow. And I was like, uh, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you got me. Okay. I get it. You know, um, and today we were playing a song that I have played for a long time and no one ever really sang it. So I've always played it in its original key. It's a song called I Hear a Rhapsody. It's a great song. It's an E flat. Everybody right. plays it in E flat. You know, okay. I love it in E flat. It's wonderful. And then, you know, we're playing along and just because I'm playing with my students, and I said, well, hey, well, let's play it in G, you know, because usually when I transpose, I'll, like, kind of go up a third, minor third or a third, yeah. and then I'll go up another, like, third or fourth from that. I figure if you do, like, if it's in E flat, if you do it in G and B flat or C, right. you pretty much you have covered everything. It, you know, I mean, you'll get through everything else. And uh, so I said to the guy, I said, G, Move it to G. And, of course, he kind of failed for a while till he got it together. But I was like going, man, this tune lays so good in this key. You know, it even sounds better. I mean, not just to lay better. It sounds better and all these things are there. And, uh, and I was watching him work his way through it and how much trouble he was having. And I saw, like, he... Learned the song, it was memorized, and he had his moves. It was like a ballet. Mm -hmm. And me, no, I was just playing the tune. You know, it's like, well, I know when this song kind of starts on the relative minor, it kind of goes around, and then it, we got that flat five sound over the last turnaround. It's got a devil in the deep blue sea kind of bridge, but the first three chord is a minor. Okay, I'm done. That's all I need to know. The rest just listen to the melody. And, you know, like, and however I want to, if I want a lot of harmony, I can move it this way or this way or this way. If I want a little bit of harmony, I can move it this way or this. You know what I mean? Right. It's like the choices are just <clears throat> universe, you're there. And then if I want to fuck around with it and really introduce tension and crazy shit, this is where I want to do it because I got to get to here then so I can do it here. You know what I mean? It's just having the general structure of it makes it so easy to improvise and makes all of your vocabulary and your imagination open up because you just got like landmarks. You know, I got to get here by then. I got to get here by then, you know, and, and if I need it, if I need to switch into another key, it's just basically these two or three things I got to remember. And but as opposed to remembering every chord in the sequence and every right. da 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 I'm just remembering, okay, I got to get to here then, I got to get to here then, okay, bye, you know. But how do you get to, to that point? It's, well, you get to that point when you learn the song with the expectation that you're going to have to transpose it versus learning the song with the expectation that you're going to memorize it. Right. 
That's the thing. And these kids know now that when they play with me, if we're going to play a song, I'm liable to go, okay, let's go to E flat. Let's go to D. Let's go to G. Let's go to A. Let's go to whatever, you know. And um, so now they're looking for the struck, you know what I mean? Okay, this is an important part. This is an important part. This is what makes this song different than all those songs. The rest of the stuff I'll just kind of fill in. Right. You know, because that's really what our job is as improvisers is to kind of reharmonize all the time. Mm -hmm. And you, you ha by learning all the other songs you've learned and the licks you've learned and whatever, you already can do that. Yep. So it's just a matter of not allowing yourself to be in this memorization cycle, but in more of an open sort of, this is the landmark cycle. And, you know, hey, if I got four bars of E-flat, I can just go E-flat for a couple of bars, then E for a couple of bars, and go back to E-flat. Or I can go, like, E-flat, F minor, G, C, F minor, B-flat, E-flat. Or I can go E-flat, walk it down to A minor, D7, G minor, 7, F minor, you know, all this shit. Go E-flat, D, D-flat, C, B, B-flat, and get back to you. So all these things are just kind of moving harmony to get me back to E-flat right. four bars later. But now I know that, you know, I got this much space to fill up. Do I hear a lot of harmony or do I hear, like, kind of nothing? You know what I mean? And, well, if I hear nothing, then I won't do anything. If I hear a lot, I can do this or this. Or this. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, or yeah, I'll try yeah. this. If it doesn't work, well, I know it doesn't work. I won't do it again, you know. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. For me, it's just... Pulling, being able to be skillful enough to pull from those, that toolbox. Right, but I mean, these guys are good guys, yeah. you know. But even at the at the more beginning levels, just kind of understanding that I've got to get to this move and this move at this point, and it's not a D seven; it's a two chord if in the key of C. Right, you know. Okay, so if I'm in playing in G, I got to get to the A seven at this point. So you. you Thinking, you got to be thinking not just, well, obviously not just memorizing stuff, but just thinking as in the Roman numerals and... Well, yeah, yeah. I would say, yes, the, I guess the, the, the figure, figure base, Roman numerals, natural numbering system, yeah. whatever you want to call it, yeah. Or however, you know, if your mind works different and you have colors for it, Right. You know, you got to get to the red, you got to get to the green, you got or you got to get to the mama or the daddy or you got to get to you know North America, South America. I don't give a fuck, you know. But, but what about those guys who don't know any of that shit and it's just they know it. They just know it in a different they they have they know it. They just don't know it in the way we talk about it. Right. Okay. They know it. If they're doing it they have, they have it's, in their mind, they're, they're, there's, no, that's an understanding. It's a difference between memory and, a, they, they, they figured it out. They understand it. But isn't it a memory as in, oh, I know this progression. Yeah. But no, they know it. It's different than memory. Okay. Okay. They're not remembering it. They know it. Right. So when they know it, any key is the same. Right. And I'm they, sure you... Because you, everybody's played all those progressions in every key eventually yeah so and i'm sure you've played with guys like that before that really don't have much clue of what they're playing but they just know it well okay i'm going to dispute <laughs> what you said there okay 
I would agree with they don't know how, they don't understand how we talk about it. Okay. Okay. But to say they don't have a clue, it's not not possible. Right. They know what it is. They just don't call it what we call it. They don't know our terminology. Right. But they know what it is. Because you, you know... you've Because they those... can do it. You can hear them. They're yeah. doing it. Because so. you, you've met those guys before too. Totally, like... totally, totally. Oh, I've yeah. known, and when I grew up, again, playing the geezer card and talking too much, but um, there were guys who had the funniest terminology. Right. That I loved it. You know, I love what they called shit. Yeah. I'd ask a guy and he'd call it something weird. You like know? instead of a 251, he would call it... Oh, maybe. yeah. Or, you know, what's that chord? Oh, oh, it's a mama chord. You know, it's like, what? You know, yeah, it's, listen, it's got the mama thing. This is the papa thing. This is the mama <laughs> thing. So, oh, you know, like it's a, like whether the ninth was flat or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could I could take what they were saying and turn it into my terminology, but my terminology is no different than theirs. They just understood the way right. they codified it. It's just a label. They... It, like like I say, they had a clue. Yeah. They knew what it was. They just called it something different. Yeah. Because they didn't have the uh, the benefit maybe of an of the classical education or didn't study a theory book or whatever the right. reason is. Right. And it was not important to them that they talk to anybody about it. Because mm -hmm. I mean, you can hear it. You hear what you hear. Yeah. You know. And I think in some ways they're better off. Because it forced them, again, to figure it out. Because yep. if we're not engineers in, on some fundamental level, how does this work? What if I do this? What if I do that? If this, is this the same as this? Well, if I do this, why can't I do this? If you don't have that, you're not going to get real far. And I think that's true of any style you play and anything you do. If there's not just a curiosity of what happens if I... Well, what makes this work other than this? You know what I mean? If you're not doing that, you're cutting yourself off from a lot of... It's just the discovery, the curiosity. And it's like, you know, you know, like your child. Yeah. If she's not asking questions, you can worry about her. Yeah. You know, because it's that curiosity of how does this work? You know, maybe for her, she'll figure out a different way to explain it to herself, but ultimately it works or it doesn't. So ultimately you retain, like it just seeps into the psyche a lot better when you figure shit out, like figure it out by yourself. Like you find your way through it. Right. And the penny drops and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah fuck it. Instead of like, okay, you need to memorize this progression or whatever. Right. right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. And I mean... And you make it easy for yourself. Okay, with, like I say, this song, I Hear a Rhapsody, it's really easy. It kind of starts on the relative minor and cycles back home. Gets It sits on the flat five of the two chord, you know, which you could call the four minor or you could call the half step above dominant. There's lots of things you could call it, but there's that one, it sits right in this one place. The, that's the melody note. You yep. can hear it. And then it resolves. And then the bridge does what I what I call, I call it the devil in the deep blue sea, which I've talked about, you know, 
there's a certain bridge form, and the most com one of the most common is the I Got Rhythm bridge form. Another common one is, is the variations on the Honeysuckle Rose bridge. Mm -hmm. And the third one is what I call the Devil in Deep Blue Sea. That's just because it's probably the first song I learned that I recognize this. And it, it goes to some version of the key of the three at the beginning of the bridge. Right. Then it goes up to the key of the five, and the five usually turns into a dominant chord and takes you home. You know, lots of songs do this. Tons of songs. Sometimes it's the minor third. Sometimes it's the major third. Sometimes when it's the third, it's a minor chord instead of a major. But but it is that. Right. Well, this song is interesting because it does that thing. And it, the first part of it, it's a minor chord, right? Then it goes up to the key of the five, and it's a major chord, just like it always is. But now we've got a challenge because it doesn't start on the one chord or even the two chord. It starts on the relative minor chord. So in the key of E flat, it's starting on C minor. Mm -hmm. So somehow we've got to get from B flat major back to a G7 so we can get to C minor. Right. Now there's numerous ways to do that. The melody should be the way that we gauge as to whether this way or that way or this way or that way or all these ways work or don't, you know, within the context of playing the melody. But then once you get into improvisation, the function of the harmony, it just it works or it doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you should have open your mind every way possible and decide for yourself what you like. You know, but if you memorize like one way that it says in a book, and then you've got this iPad that'll transport for you, then you're just basically like a rat in a maze going around, going around a, a track. Yeah, that yeah. is like not what this music's built on. That makes a lot of sense when you. It does good. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Because I thought it did too. But it's, it's, it kind of, <laughs> I mean, who knows? Those kids today are all going, God, that guy's well, crazy. I can't, from, I can't wait to study with another teacher <laughs> next semester. <laughs> but it kind of comes back to the whole things, like, you know what it's like when you've got to learn a bunch of tunes. As soon as you're on chart and you stay on chart, you're stuck on the chart. But as yeah. soon as you put it to memory and get it in your psyche, then you can sort of more have more fun with it and learn it and it, Right, right, and the and the less you commit to memory, the more it challenges you to figure out new ways and cool ways to do it. Right, like I've got to get to this chord here. I've got to get to this chord here. All the rest of this is just sort of stuff that happens. And of course, the melody is like driving the bus. Okay, so I know the melody. I know these moves. I'll just kind of figure it out, and then I may need to move to another key. What? Well, that's not a problem. You know, and uh, and then by moving it to another key, I might find cool new things that I wouldn't have found because I had the memorization shit with the first key. Right. That's I mean, you know, I'm just like, really, what's the point of practice but to train our ears to hear things, so that we can play what we hear. Well, doing exactly the same thing over and over is not training your ear to hear new things. That's a fact. Right, right. So that's all I'm talking about. And I'm talking too much. You, you talk way too much on this. I got to quit. I got to quit. Stop. I'm going to leave. I hate myself. I'm not going to talk for a year now. Well, I think uh, 
We did do well, really well. We have competition, the Bruce Foreman Guitar Wank game show coming up. Please, please, guys. We, I mean, I know we have a couple of people that are, that are like dialed in for this, and you can get into the Elite Three. Do it. It's coming down it's to the a, wire here, folks. It's an amazing, I mean, it's an amazing prize. What is the prize? Um, I thought you knew. The, what I don't the prize. know. You don't know the prize? It's going to be amazing. All right. Well, first, we, first of all, you're going to get to be on a guitar wing. Are you going to be on a guitar wing? Even if you don't win. Yeah. Even pretty, if you're just a amazing. contestant. So let's just, you know, let's just start there. You know, um, I was going to give the winner a baby. <laughs> but there was a problem with that. There's some legal things that yeah, we yeah, couldn't yeah, get yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and we, we just, haven't got the budget to we get changed. around. It. So it might be something like a cell phone with a with a contract. Right. Yeah. And you, you pay for everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 It yeah. I sounds like fair. a fair deal. Yeah. Um so we have that Scott Which might talk. actually be more difficult than getting a baby. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have Scott coming back, I guess. At some yes, point. I heard from him. He's still alive. He's uh, in the street. He's, he's just basically as soon as the med medicine wears off from his Asia trip, he'll be okay. Um, wow. I think he needs a few more inoculations, and then he'll be clear. He'll be back to it. Yeah. Well, all is good in the hood. Man, all is great with the world. I hope I have my big news for everybody. And and again. I apologize for talking too much, but <laughs> I just basically am full of myself and an arrogant bastard. Well, if you agree with that, you can write in to guitarwank at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, all is not right with the world, but that's okay. We're, we're hanging in. Yeah, man. We're, we're doing our best to make it as good as can right. be. We're hanging that's in. That's all we're, anybody can do. We're, we're doing our thing. Support. Guitarwank community, share with your friends, share with your enemies, more importantly. Let's bridge the gap. And send us those uh, green pieces of paper in your pocket with pictures of old dead presidents on them. <laughs> yes. GoFundMe. Should we do a GoFundMe? No, we don't want to do that. No, fuck that shit. No, we, we provide value, not promises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Really? Why am I here? I was here because of promises. Oh, shit. Well. <laughs> you promised. Another Bruce. sucker. All right. There's one in every crowd. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, until next week. Robin Ford. Robin, Robin Ford. We should get Robin on again. I, uh, I'm sure he'll never come back. <laughs> As Joe Biden and Mosso, he'll never come back. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Wow. It's okay. Uh, yeah, all I guess. We haven't had a, have we had a repeat guest? Uh, well, we've had numerous people that were willing to. Uh, Remember, obviously, obviously not worthy. But we haven't quite gotten around to it yet. No, we'll get to it. Yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us and supporting us, and we will catch you all next week for another amazing Robin Ford episode.